Performance On Demand Podcast, number 15. Five, four, three, two, one. Performance on Demand podcast with Craig and Jeremy, where you will learn all things endurance sports from training and nutrition to mental strength. Everything you need and want to know in one place. Welcome everyone to the Performance on Demand podcast. I am your host, Craig Willard, along with Jeremy Brown. What's up, Jeremy? Another night, brother. It's time to uh, it's time to do a little chat, have a little fun. As yeah, we it, always do. Well, it's it's been a while. You've been sick. Yes, I have. I have. You can probably still hear it in my voice. I am uh, fighting a cough as we speak. Well, you got it this week. I had it. Was it a week or two ago? I had strep. Um, yeah, I, I think mine went to strep. But man, it's one of those things where it's just like, oh God, I just want to feel better. Right. You realize, right. You don't realize how good you feel when you feel good until you feel bad, and then you're like, oh, I'd give anything to not cough right now, or you know, anything like that. So, yeah. and then what do you do? <laughs> you cough. Uh, you cough. Every time you say it, you cough. You know, I, I would sit um, in the bed at night and it's just like, like, don't cough, don't cough, don't cough, cough. Yeah, yeah. What you focus on, you create. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, today's topic. Let's be a champion. I use this a lot. Uh, I love the... The thought behind being a champion and what it can do to someone. And I've used this with several athletes, and I know you have too. It, it's a mindset, but let's let's dig in. Let's dig into being a champion. You know, it's funny because you said just a minute ago what you think you create, and that actually you said that about the coughing. Sure, and and it actually ties in very nicely to this. It does. It absolutely does. Because if you think about it, if you focus on it, you create it. And uh, you know, when it comes to being a champion, really, the, I think anyway, it's all about how you define it. And most people define it as something that's above them. Very true. Instead, yeah. of, instead of being someone that they are. Is, champion, is being a champion, is that something you achieve? Or is that something that is more about your heart, your, your mentality, uh, your commitment, your drive, your dedication, your perseverance, and all the other things. So, you know, let's, uh, we'll get this started by letting you kind of throw out some thoughts about what is a champion. You know, it's funny because I, I think that, you know, as you talk to this, I'm always, I'm always processing. My brain never turns off, which is good and bad. But as <laughs> yeah. you were saying that, I was thinking, if you think about the word champion, like if somebody walks up to you and just says a sentence and has the word champion in it, what's the, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Uh, a tournament win, a team. Yes. Um, yes. You know. That. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. and so when I was thinking about it, the only thing that kept coming to mind was Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's like the first thing that hits me when somebody says champion. Now, granted, there are different champions every single year. Uh, we happen to be a fan of a basketball team that was a champion a couple of years ago and is, is due again, right? So, Absolutely. Um, go Cats, by the way. So, um, <laughs> uh, 
you know, when you think about it, it seems like this physical thing that you can attain. And then when you step back, and this is just speaking from an athlete, from my athletic mindset, not quite the coach mindset, but the athletic mindset, when I step back and think about it, I think champion, it's a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication, but it's something that is physically attainable. You get something when you get there that certifies you as a champion. It could be a trophy. It could be a ribbon. It could be anything. But I think that in the context that, that you use it so eloquently and that I've learned to accept it, it's more of a being. It's more of a belief than it is right. something. I don't believe that it's tangible. I don't believe that we can measure it. Um, I don't believe that I can say, oh, looks like today I am 43% champion. But if I'm in a pool tournament, I can say, oh, looks right here like I'm in the top seven. Right? Right. And right. So, so to me, it becomes... Um, it becomes like like an aura, like this mysterious thing that's like, okay, cool, yeah, champion. You know, the guy that the guy that wins it, um, in or guy and woman that that wins in Kona here in a couple of weeks, Ironman World Championships, they're a champion. Okay, cool. But what right. about all the other twenty five hundred people that finished? Are they champions? Well, they're going to be champions in their age groups, whether they champion. Sure. Well, well, again, that goes to how you perceive that. Well, you can be a champion and still have all kinds of, you know, uh, negative thoughts about yourself. You could never, you know, everyone calls you a champion, but you thought you did horribly. And, you know, and here's one thing, you know, what drives a champion to be a, to be the physical, um, portion of it. I believe it is the lack of settling with one's current level. Mm, yeah, that's a good way I, to put it. I just kind of, I just kind of made that up. But if you think sure. about it. And we'll go back to Michael Jordan. So he won one title. You think that he was like, ha, screw this. I'm not going to the gym. I'm a champion. Right, right. No, that dude was in there busting it, hustling day in, day out. And so, you know, to me, that, that um, kind of brings it full circle to back right. to you then create the physical part by thinking the, uh, the, 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 I guess, non-physical part, the mental part. Does that nope. make sense? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I wrote a blog, I guess it was back in June or something like that. And I, one of the quotes that I used uh, was by Jerry Lynch. And it, it said something, I, I don't have it pulled up. It said something like, a champion is never something you become, ever. It starts by acting as a champion, committing yourself or something like that, practicing habits that are good in the way of a champion on a daily basis. So it's more of an art of practice and mindset than it is about what you receive on the other end. Because uh -huh. I truly believe that just, you know, who's to say that the, the last person that walks across, walks, crawls, or whatever it is across that Iron Man line one minute before they shut the lights out, who's to say they're not a champion? Who am I to say they're not? Or who are you to say that they're not? I like that. Yeah. No, that's, and it kind of, while you were saying that, you know, I always like to Google things while we're talking. T. Allen Armstrong. I'm not familiar with him. Are you? No. It was just a, just a quick quote. Like, Thank God for Google. And I used to have to go back. I think we talked about, I just got to go back to the Encyclopedia Britannicus, right? Right, right. Uh, so it says, and this is a quote from him, uh, champions do not become champions when they win the event, but in the hours, weeks, months, and years they spend preparing for it. The victorious performance itself is merely a demonstration of their championship character. Yeah. 
That's exactly what we're saying. I mean, yeah. that's spot on. Yeah. You that's- can be a champion today. And it's all about your mindset, your heart, and your dedication to being the best you you can be, regardless to the outcome. Outcomes don't matter. And in fact, there's millions of champions out there that have never been acknowledged with a title ring, with a a banner, with coming or you know flying home, and there's 500 parade. people waiting a parade waiting on your NBA national championship or the Super Bowl. There are so many champions out there that aren't getting recognized, and that's because champions don't have to win something. It's a it's just your mindset. Okay, Craig, how do you become a champion? Well, number one, you got to believe in yourself, okay. right? Yeah. So you believe in yourself. You trust in the process. You have a love for what you do. You commit to it. And when the outcome is there, whatever it is, it's exactly what you've put into it. But if you don't believe you're ever going to be a champion or if you don't believe you're on that level, you'll never be there. Mm. You so have you're, you have to you're believe. Telling me it. I have I have to create it. You do create it. You create it with your mind. Like that. I like mean, that a lot. Well, how many champions have you know taken a turn for the worst, or uh, you know led uh, went on to lead a more successful life, uh, doing whatever it is that they do? It, no matter what, champions always win. Ooh, oh yeah. They always win. Don't you agree? I, no, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. That's, that's solid. And, and how do you get there? Believe in yourself. And it's, it's like we talk about when we, when we say love. You must love yourself before you can love someone else. You must believe in yourself before anyone else can believe in you. Oh, you're getting, Be, and the deep. reason is, this is deep, this is deep. The reason is, is that we have within us a a maybe a hundred a thousand levels of belief about ourselves and if we hear something about us that we do not believe for example let's say you say you believe that you are a slow runner and i look online i see your times from your last you know from uh, the louisville ironman and you Say you're, you averaged a nine-minute pace, and I'm like, man, that's pretty good. Well, right. if you don't believe that you're a fast swimmer, or I'm sorry, a fast runner, you're going to eject that comment. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna negate it, you're going to debate it, and you're going to get it out of there because it's not in my belief structure. But if you believe that you are a champion, when I say, Jeremy, you're champion, what are you going to do? Ah, well, if I, if I don't believe it. If you don't believe it, what are you going to do? I'm just going to bobble it around and yeah. avoid it. Yeah, or you're going to say, no, 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 I'm, I'm not very good. I was, I watch this. How about this? I raced a half marathon, and this, this athlete's going to kick my butt for saying this. I raced a half marathon. I PR'd it, but I was mm. only second overall. Mm, yeah. Oh, how about that? Yeah. And so that's the exact same thing. We're kind of getting off on a little bit different path. No, that's no, the exact that, same thing. It's That's like a good one. It's like it's like what are you talking about? Yeah, you freaking PR'd it and you didn't even focus on that race. Yeah, yet you were. I tell you what, go give that award back. That's embarrassing. You were second. 
Give that crap back. <laughs> no doubt. And, and what most people do, just like that that specific comment, is that they're only a champion when they win. And the thing about that is when you are only a champion when you win, if you do not win, you're no longer a champion. And that's, so, a, that's something that you remove from yourself, and that's a loss. A loss, let me just tell you, a loss sucks. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's a bad relationship. It doesn't matter if it's a, you know, it's, you know, whatever it is, a loss still is a loss. So how do you avoid that is that you do not connect, do not connect being a champion with a result because the result is your output every day. Are you giving it all that you have? And if you do, do what I said, champion. Yeah. Cause if you do, if you do, that's what you are. Yeah. Yeah. Champions do. They don't wish they do. So this has kind of got me, got me thinking a little bit. Um, because one thing, one thing in, in, in endurance sports and, and I guess I, I would assume other sports too, is in, in endurance sports and other sports is we have to have something tangible to, to the, be the judge within ourselves of our success or our talents or how good we are or who we are. So with that, with that piece of knowledge, what is, uh, besides the obvious of you have to believe in it, because it's, it's easy to say that, it's really hard for me to wake up every single day, whether I feel good or not, and say, you know what, today I'm going to be a champion. And the next day, same thing. The next day, same thing. Because I'm going to wake up one day and I haven't had much sleep. The freaking coffee pot's broke. Uh, you know, I step on the kid's toy, kick the dog. How do I tell myself in that moment when it doesn't seem like I am a champion that I am still a champion? Well, number one, what I think anyway is – Look at what you've done. It's a very good point because not every day is a great day. Now, I can go, I can be that guy that goes, no, every day is a great day. Ah." Where's your your unicorn that's fucking (laughs) shit rainbows? I know. So uh, the reality is, yes, I'm a mental coach. And yes, I believe that positivity helps greatly. And the less you think negatively, the more, the better things become. But at the same time, when you get yourself in a lull, when you get down, you got to remember that it was your mindset that got you there. Yes, you hit. Ah. Yes, you 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 hit. You stumped your toe. Yes, you got up and didn't pay any attention and hit the dog. Yes, you know you you put your um, cinnamon roll on the edge of the coffee table, but you forgot your great Dane sitting right there. You ah. walk out, he eats it. Just go. Ah. It could be worse. <laughs> I'm level five pissed at that point in time. <laughs> but really, it could be worse. So you think, well, uh, I mean, I, I, I could be dead. Uh, there are worse things that could happen to me. At least I have a job. At least I have a family. At least I have, you know, whatever it may be. But it's how you turn that around and find something, maybe even to laugh about, just to get you out of that state. Because it's not about, oh, i got to focus on being a champion to get out of it. It's not. It's about getting into a positive mindset and realizing shit happens, right? I mean, right. it does. It does. It, it happens. happens, period. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, one of the things that uh, you know, I really believe is that every morning when you get up, if you want the champion mindset, write that with red lipstick on your mirror. 
Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why do I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's a red if it's a magic marker. Write it on something that is going to stand out and it's the first thing you're going to see. Jeremy, I'm not saying use your red lipstick. I, you probably should use okay. her red lipstick. Well, I was just concerned <laughs> as to why you had some, being the single fellow that you are. But we won't go there. That's a, that's uh, a different podcast for a different day. Uh, so you have to say it to yourself a lot. And when, you know, when, especially when you get down, you have moments. Just remember your journey and, and find those affirmations. You know, one of, the, one of our athletes, our shared athletes, uh, I had him write these affirmations of all the things. It, it wasn't like always just comments or quotes. It's what have you done? You know, as an Ironman uh, uh, I can't even, uh, participant, there we go. Uh, as an Ironman participant, you've traveled a lot of miles, whether it's biking, swimming, or running. And just remember what you've done to get where you are. Oh, that's so timely because I had a conversation today with an athlete that's doing her first Ironman this weekend. And it, it, we'll say Iron Distance because it's not a branded race, which is perfectly fine. Um, and, and I also did it with Tom because I learned this from you. You had an athlete one time when I was, on, I was listening on a call and you had them, okay, I want you to write down how, how far you swam, how far yeah, you biked, yeah. how far you ran. So when I do talks with my athletes who are doing full Ironmans, I go over all the stuff they've done in the yeah. past six months and the, past, the stuff they've done in the past year. Right, and I I told that I told it to her today, and also did it with Tom, and it's almost like an eye opening experience because we we thankfully get stuck in the process. We don't look at that, but when you realize, holy crap, I rode my bike how far? Right, you know, right. essentially I I did the math because I uh, I did that little um, thing like you did for for Tom's movie or Tom's documentary, and uh, I did the math. He could have ridden his bike. In the training that he did, that's the equivalent of riding from his house in uh, Wisconsin. I won't try to pronounce the freaking name. To Dallas. Wickishaw. Wickishaw. Something like that. To Dallas and then back. Oh, wow. And when you look at it like that, it's like, holy crap. Okay, yeah, Um, I'm I'm ready. Hey, guess what? You swam 150,000 yards in six months. I'm not worried about your swim. Not this little old piddly, you know, 3,800. Sure, sure. When you do that, that, that that is empowering. And Absolutely. I think that, I think that, like you said, um, you know, and, and there's been a time or two, you know, and I'm not scared to tell a personal story about myself that I've reached out to you and said, Craig, dude, having a tough day, man, what, what can I do? You know, we talked through it and, and, and for me, I, I really respond to the motivational quotes, you know, the silly little memes that people put up. Sure. But to me, that's a big deal. And, um, and, you know, and, and you gave, you've given me several good ones and I make sure I write them in places that are very easy for me to notice when I walk by. So no matter your mindset, that'll snap you out of it. Sure. You know? yeah. um, and so I think things like that are, are very, very good. And, and just accepting that you are good enough. And you did a Facebook post like an hour ago that was just that. And it's pure, plain, and simple. Hey, you, you're good enough. Like it's, it's just that. And, yeah, and I think was. that comes a lot with um, in, in, truly believing and by fully buying in, not just saying, oh, I'm a champion, actually passionately believing it. I've watched a man that has taken that to heart and, and Tom, and when he, when you say it to him or when he reads it, man, he's like, damn right I am because yeah. he believes it and yeah. that's powerful. When you're just starting to do something for your first time, it feels impossible until it's done. 
it feels like I'm never going to get there until you do it. And then and you then look it back. Seems possible. Yeah. Well, you know, perfect example is you know, I had an athlete. I, I, um, I won't mention his name, but. It's me. Go ahead. <laughs> it's you. It's you. Oh, and, you said athlete. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, it, it, he was. Uh, he was worried about the swim. And I said, well, didn't you already swim the full Ironman length? Well, it's like two weeks ago. And he went, yeah, yeah. I said, did you have a problem with it then? No. <laughs> huh. So what's going to make you have a problem with it today? You think oh, you went backwards? That's good. In, yeah, in that's it. Yeah. That's right. And, and yeah. so that's where champions, that's where being a champion makes the difference. With a champion mindset, you know that it doesn't matter what it is. As long as you work within your constraints, which is your training, you'll get there. You'll do it. Yep. it you, know what I, you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. So no, as, as long as you, and, and that's, the, uh, that's the thing about it is that, um, and he beat me to it. Matt Steinmetz put out an article. And Matt's a, Matt's a great coach. Uh, I know Matt through my days with Cop Cycling. Great coach, you know, great bike fitter up in uh, the Boulder area. And he put out something and he just said basically that the race day and, and, and we put in as athletes, we put in so much emphasis into that one singular day. And we've discussed this before when really it's everything that leads up to that. The race day is like right. no big deal, right? But we put so much emphasis on that, on performing on that day that sometimes we miss our performance because we put that pressure so he said race day, uh, and I, I kind of lost where I'm going with this, but I'm sure I'll tie back in. He said that race day is not the chance to go out there and just throw caution to the wind and say, ah, I know I, I haven't been doing this, but I'm going to try it and hope that today's my day. You go out there and you yeah. race within yourself. You stay within what you know you can do and you execute flawlessly. Right. And so I, that tied into something you said. It triggered me. But um, it's, it's very much like you were saying uh, about that athlete. It's like, yo, man, you've already done it. Like in, in swim sets, you're doing 5K swim sets. Well, that's well above the total distance. Okay, I get it. I've got an athlete tell me now, oh man, you know, if I could just, if I could just swim that 1500 nonstop, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can. Bam, knocks it out. Another athlete, Tuesday morning, we're at track. And, and he's, hopefully he listens to this. Uh, it's one of the coolest people I know. He worked for freaking NASA. How cool is that? So, yeah, that's cool. He's, he's at, uh, we're at track and he's got to do for the swim. He's a newer triathlete, he's yet to do a triathlon. He's got to do two two thousand meters nonstop. Mm. He comes up to me and he's like, "Man, I I don't know. I, that's a, I don't know if I can do it." And so I told him, "I said, all right, fine. If you don't think you can do it, you go as far as you can. Push yourself. Go as far as you can." What happens? He goes out there. He dedicates himself. And what happens? He knocks out the two k, and he's like on top of the world. I didn't think I could do it. I know you didn't, but you're the only one that didn't think that. Sure. So that goes back to the believing you're a champion. Believe. You know, believe you can swim that 2K because I believe it. As your coach, I'm not going to tell an athlete, I'm not going to blow smoke up an athlete's ass. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, you can, you can do great at this race when I'm like, uh, you may not finish, right? Right. We're right. realists. And so, you know, but if an athlete believes it and if your coach tells you you can do it, trust me, they see the big picture. You can do it. You right. just have to buy in and believe, just like the champion thing. You have to buy in and believe. You, you made a a really good point that I want to hit on here. And I want to take us back to when we were a kid. And there are things as a child that we could do that we may not have believed we could at some point. 
And it was our parents who always pushed us to do that. So they yeah. were they were always in the background kind of going, no, 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 you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And as we grow older, it's the coach that seems to take that role. Yeah, to, I like that. To push us to a place where we didn't think we could go, but we could. And so you know, the, right. it's kind of, a, to me, it's a bit of a recycle of what we did when we were younger. Yeah, there, yeah. Was, there was plenty of times when we, you know, as a baby that we didn't know limits. We didn't know fear. We yes. didn't know pain. But yes. in, in the middle, when, you know, you start to think a lot and uh, you believe that when, you, when the word I can't starts to evolve in your vocabulary, six, seven, eight years old, probably. At that point, it was always the parents going, no, 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 you can do this. And as we get older, again, like I said, it's kind of that coach that seems to take that role. However, if, if a, an athlete feels like they're a, a champion, and it really, it's not just athletes, it's business owners, it's, uh, you know, it's, lawyers, it's construction workers, it's whoever, you know, when you feel like you are a champion, it automatically drives confidence automatically. You believe there's nothing that can't get in front of you that you can't resolve, create, or meet at some level, some level. Just thought I'd throw that out there. It's, no, that's and you, as as you said it. I was I was I was like, man, I got I was almost interrupted and threw that in, but you kept going. And you you nailed it. You know, and the more that we talk through this, the more I get excited about it because, really, at the end of the day, we control uh, our destiny. We control how this day is going to be. If you're having a shit day. Guess who can fix that? You can. If you're having a shit workout. Guess who can fix that? You can. And when when athletes understand that they can take they can they can take that power and make it theirs and own it, yeah. Yeah. then they don't rely on me as a coach to say, "Hey, you can do it." They don't rely on you to say you are good enough. Right. They say, you know, "Am right? I'm good enough and gosh darn it people like me, right?" Yep. And so that's and that's that's something I've been trying to, uh, as you've been talking, I've been trying to put the words to it. But it's such a powerful thing when we have control of that, because it's not every every single person in this entire world, I believe, possesses the ability to be confident, to be powerful, to be a champion. They just have to know it, accept it, and believe it. Sure. And um, I was going somewhere else. I had another awesome point, and I lost it. Oh no. Mm. Well here to add on to that when you you know well I'll go back to this Joseph Campbell I was looking back at my blog I had to remember what I had written uh, he said he calls being a champion the hero's journey ups and downs gains and loss odyssey of self discovery as you become dedicated to exploring the unlimited boundaries of your full human potential in athletics and life and it really, uh, it, it's a, it's a hero's journey. It is. It absolutely is. And that, you know what, that reminds me real quick. I don't know if you want to add to that or not, but, um, so how many, and I've said this many, many times, everybody knows I've got, I've got three of my own kids and then, and Kendall has two boys. And with my three kids, my two daughters is who I'll speak on. My two oldest are 10 and nine. I have my oldest daughter 
who, and bear with me, I'll, I'll promise you, I'll tie back into this. This is a, a skill set my mom taught me about <laughs> okay. branching out. So my oldest daughter, goofy, clumsy, happy, laughs all the time, not really that coordinated, but my God, she will kill herself to achieve whatever it is she wants to achieve. My youngest daughter, she's uh, 15 months younger, su- supremely hand-eye coordinated, gifted, supremely balanced, talented, zero drive and ambition. And, yeah. and this goes back to how many times, and we'll never know the true answer to this, but how many times has an individual sport athlete, let's just say uh, a football player, uh, I'm, not, I'm sorry, not a football player, a golfer or a tennis player, believed they were better than the other person when on paper the other person was better and they won. How many times, I mean, again, we'll never know that answer, but that just goes to show the power of of the mind and if you really believe that you can achieve X, Y, or Z or that you are a champion or that you can do whatever it is you're setting out to do, I I don't know what force is available that can stop you. And that was a game changer. I just, I just broke the internet with that. <laughs> that, that is so, so true. <clears throat> you all right over there? Sounds like we both got, uh, both still, got the crud going on. Yeah, it's, I still got a little bit of it lingering. I'm talking uh, through my nose, drinking wine. You know, it's all good. Yeah, definitely. You need to drink some Coronas or something. Get rid of that stuff. Brother, I'm telling you, hey, what is it, in three weeks? It's going three down. Weeks? We're, we're going to record. We're going to try to set a PR for podcast recordings in a week. We're going to and, blow up Lipson's what we're going to do. Oh, I'm telling you, we're just going to, we're going to blow it out and uh, uh, we're going to have plenty of beer on hand. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I've got one, two, three, four, five, five points about being a champion that I just pulled from my blog that uh, I, I need to remind myself. Beers. <laughs> <laughs> I need five beers right now. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Throw, but throw them I'm, down and we'll, uh, we'll come to a conclusion. We'll end right, on this. Let's do it. All right. Champions love what they do and have a purpose. They are on a mission to see just how good they become. As Michael Bolton once said, to look beyond the glory is the hardest part. For a champion, strength is measured by heart. Number two, champions focus on the process, not the outcome of an event. Number three, champions know that outcomes do not make a person. It's their heart, their commitment, and their personal level of excellence from within. Next, like champions fully understand what they can and cannot control. Champions understand the need for a deeper, more personal level of energy, which brings intensity, excitement, and joy instead of pressure, anxiety, and tension. Just remember, internal victories last a lifetime. It's within you right now. Go ahead, look in the mirror. Verbally tell yourself you're a champion because you know what? You really are. That's it. I mean, that stuff works, dude. That stuff, I mean, it's, it's, and it sounds, uh, you know, it's funny because I'll tell people, you know, we got a new athlete on and they'll chat with you or get ready to chat with you. And I'll tell them, I'll say, look, you know, Craig's not your, your typical, hey, okay, sit down in this chair and tell me how you, how does that make you feel? I said, Craig's not that kind of guy. But I, and there are things about the, psychological side that to me seem I'll use the word hokey. I don't know if that's even the right word. But things that are kind of like, all right, that's a little bit much. Right. But you know what? I do believe in many of the things that you've taught me and that you've said. And I have personally seen their power. And so it's really cool when you find something like that that's simple. 
Like, yeah. how hard is it to look in the mirror and say, you're pretty awesome today and roll on? Like, right. how, you know, how hard is it? It's not hard. You just have to mm-hmm. do it. You know, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor and I'm not a clinical psychologist. So I get down to a very basic level of things that really, when you look at them after you've completed whatever it is that we're doing, you look back and you're like, yeah, I could definitely understand how that works. It just makes sense. And so sometimes it's even stupid simple, but it's just things that people don't see or think about because they are in some sort of negative mindset that just keeps them from being the best them they can be. It has nothing to do with being sick. It has nothing to do with being, you know, having mental issues. It just has to do with uh, correct thoughts. It's instead of having debilitating thoughts, you break that apart. And then you get into these positive growth mindset thoughts that really energize you. And the next thing you know, your results just blow out of the water and, and you probably didn't even do anything from a, uh, you know, from a physical perspective, didn't do anything different. You just yep. knew that you could do it. And when you know you can do it, you're unstoppable. Yep. And, and you know, that's the, that's the thing is that I always think of um, the negative becomes like a waterfall. Once you start a negative thought or, or an avalanche, it just trickles down to the next yep. and to the next, and it just keeps spiraling. But conversely, a positive thought can do that too. All of a sudden, you have a good positive mindset, then something good happens. You're like, oh, cool. Something no. else good happens. Something else good happens. Now, right. at times, it, it feels harder to, to push the positive forward. But at the end of the day, if you make that a habit and you do it, and it becomes a way of life, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, this is, this is fun. This is good. Right. Right. The, I like it. Well, when you said earlier, you're talking about the negative, that's, uh, I did a podcast. It was one that I didn't, I didn't have you on it. It was the emotional wheel, but that is true. And it's, it's, it's strong. It's re, it's almost hurricane-ish, you know, where you've got the eye and it's just, everything gets pulled to the middle. Um, and, and you're right. And it's not something I've really ever thought about, but the positive piece is no different. It's just the other direction. Right. You know, it's the, it's the, uh, once you start, once you start a positive thought, keep it going. And when you do, you know, it, it takes repetition just like anything else. It takes training. And, and what you'll find is over time, when you, when you develop the mindset of a champion, you will have a bad moment, but you'll never have a bad day. Because you'll be able to pull yourself out of that moment and go, nope, I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not focusing on that. I have way too much ahead of me. I'm, 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 I'm going to stop thinking about that, and I'm going to think about this. I like it. And, you know, that's, that's the thing. Uh, and the last thing that I will say is that one thing, because, you know, there are times, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that every day is just going to be, oh, peaches and freaking roses, right? There are going to be tough times. And so... One thing I have found that helps me on a daily basis is if I get in that, that kind of that funk, it's like I just want to be mad. Just leave me alone. Let me be mad yeah. or let me be irritable. You know, I'll go somewhere and let's just say I go get a coffee. Pay for the person's coffee behind you. That starts that effect. It makes yeah. you feel yeah. good. It yeah. makes you feel good. Say hi to a random person. No matter how bad you don't want to, if you go to the gas station, just make conversation with someone and then move on. Because well, sometimes we need to get out of our own way in order to find this. And same thing in sport and in life. No, you're absolutely right. It, 
when you think about someone else, your day will get better. Even if they're having a bad day, you'll realize your day's not as bad as theirs. <laughs> and you'll immediately improve your, your mindset. So that's definitely one. Anyway, what else you got to say before we wrap this up? That's it, brother. Let's get into the questions. Is it my week? Um, I don't know. I just happened to pull up a site. Let's, I was going to uh, say, I think it is because I've got some good ones. All right, let's do it. All right, one, one to 20. 14. Gotta count them because they're not numbered. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so these are: Would you rather either ors? Would you rather <coughs> have? <coughs> excuse me, a cough? No. Would you rather have a very droopy eye or a lisp? <laughs> oh man, a very droopy eye or a lisp? Uh. Wow. That's a tough one. Uh, I would say a, mm, a lisp. <laughs> a lisp? Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I don't I even have, know the answer to that. A I would lisp. Have, well, it's not, this is not something we think about, right? Ah, I don't, that's random. Yeah, these are some really good like random ones. What, All right, would, one, what, would you, what would you do? I think I would go with a lisp. I don't want my vision impeded. Sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that either. All right, 1 to 20 minus 14. Uh, 10. Save a damsel in distress or take a pot full of gold? This is going to be a great question for you. What is it now? Save a damsel in distress or take a pot full of gold? Damsel in distress. Ah, uh, here we go. The hopeless romantic. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> well. I'm You're going to take the gold. pot full of gold, aren't you? I got to take a pot full of gold. <laughs> I, I, could use, uh, I could use some more income. So, um all right, one, more, one to more. 20 minus 10 and 14. Uh, let's go with number one. Can you count that one? <laughs> yeah, I, I need more toes. So um, win a million dollars in the lottery or never have to pay for anything again. Oh, my God. Never have to pay for anything again. Hey, is that, that's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. A million, a million dollars doesn't do anything nowadays, right? Mm, it doesn't at all. These are kind of short and sweet. No, no explanation needs. So let's go with two more and we'll be done. Okay. Go for it. Four. <laughs> he got him all choked up. Uh, so, go about your normal day completely naked or have smelly breath and body odor for the day. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, wow. <laughs> well, uh, I would probably... I <laughs> would I go to jail? <laughs> there's no asterisks on here so I'm assuming uh, let's just say it's okay um, I'm going I'm going around naked <laughs> I'll smell I'm, good I'm in that boat smell yep. good be naked I'm yep. totally good yep. with that I'm good with that All right. last one uh, 17 I, I should have done questions for couples that been good that's funny one two have three wishes in ten years or one wish today. Oh, three wishes in ten years. I, yeah. I'm always cool with waiting. Yeah. So, so this is these, these, some of these are good. Some of them are kind of weird. Some of them are like, yeah, really? Do we have to think about that? So, yeah. well, that's one that I always talk to my daughter about. I say, you know, you can have five minutes now, or if you wait an hour, you can have twenty. Oh, yeah. I remember you talking about that. She waits. She's like, I'll wait. I'm good. 
I don't need it now. No, no, she's good. Twenty more, twenty minutes. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, right. I'm game. Let's do that. So, cool stuff, dude. All right, I man. Well, good one. Anything else before we close it up? I think that's it. Um, I assume this will go out probably tomorrow. Yeah, I'll get it out tonight. Just so, to, uh, a few athletes racing this weekend. Yeah, um, we got a lot of race. That's what I'm telling you. A lot of racing in the next like three or four weeks. A lot of long course stuff. Yeah, kind of wrapping the season up. And so, um, you know, good luck to. Uh, to those going after their first iron distance, to those going after their first half, to those trying to qualify, you know, for the um, USA age group team, got a lot of a lot of good stuff going on the next few weeks, and then uh, and then I'll be up there for a week. Yeah, uh, yeah. some beer, fishing, maybe some golf, probably we'll, some smack talk, do some we'll do podcasts. Some, we'll do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah I think it's gonna be a pretty pretty you're, good time. You're gonna want to go home to get a break. That's what you're gonna want to do by I know, the time right? you leave here. I, I'm totally good with that. I I want to create a life to where I don't have to take a vacation to get away. That's right. That's what I'm That's right. Doing, so. Awesome. Buddy. All right. Well, um, if anybody wants to get a hold of Jeremy over there at Mondrite Multisport, just catch him on his website, www.mondrightmultisport.com. Uh, if you want to get more information on coaching, you can go to www.u-discover.com to get a hold of me. Uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And we will talk to you soon. Later. Later.